Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be back in your presence once again. I come bringing greetings from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that have stood by me through all thick and thin. He has been there and given honor to God, who is the head of my life, the one that makes it possible for me to have my moves and my beings and wakes me up in the morning and starts me on my way. It's just so good to be able to be in the land of the living one more day because tomorrow is not promised to us. And I'm going to come again tonight. I'm just going to be teaching because this is my teaching night. But I'm going to look to the Lord because the Lord is so good to us. The Lord has brought us from a mighty long way because we know that we couldn't do nothing without him because with him all things is possible. And as we enter into this service tonight, I want you to note that through it all, God has been our help in the present time of the storm. God has brought us through many trials, many tribulations, God has brought us through many, from many valleys to the mountains, and, and God is right there with us. So listeners, believe that God can do anything but fail. And I'd like to give thanks to Apostle Mercer for allowing us to still be able to broadcast on this station our services week after week, day after day, because it's good to have someone like her in our corner because the world is in a trial right now. The world is going through so much, and there are so many people in the world that don't know God, and, and they need to hear a word from him. And we are reaching out all across the world. We are reaching out to different uh, countries, and we're reaching out to different cities, and we're reaching out, and through Apostle Mercer's broadcast, allowing this to go on, it is a blessing in the sky, because with God, we can do this. Through God, we can accomplish this, and everything that we do is leaning and dependent on God, and I want to just thank my wife, Amanda, for being with me time and time again. She's not with me tonight because she's got to go to work. But being with me time and time again, it's a blessing to have someone to stand with you at a time like these. You see, when Jesus sent out his disciples and they went out, and they would always go two by two. And it's always to have that second one or third one. What are so ever with you when you're going on a journey for the Lord? And as we get ready to enter into our teachings tonight, I want us to look to him right now. And we're going to give it all to him because all to him we owe. Sin have left a crimson stain, but God has washed it white as snow. Most holy God and heavenly Father, we come looking to you right now, knowing that, Lord, you are the author and the finisher of our faith, knowing that you are the one that can make the rough places smooth and you are the one that can make the crooked places straight. 
Lord, we are depending on you because there is no one else that we can depend on like we can depend on you. Because you stand by us, Lord, when we uh, seem like we are lost and you stand right there to bring us to and find us in the nick of time. Lord, you shows us the way. Lord, I thank you right now for allowing me to be able to stand behind this secret desk and teach and preach your word week after week, in season and out of season. I just want to reach out to you right now, Lord, and say thank you. Thank you for opportunity to be able to be enriched in my mind and the understanding on my heart that your word is a word that will stay with me Long as I live down here, your word will be a guide. Your word will be a, a lamp. Your word will be a light that will lighten me. I thank you, Lord. Now, Lord, as we begin to go into your study, I pray, Lord, that you open up the ears of the listeners, open up their hearts so they can receive, and open up their minds so they can meditate on what is going to be taught here this night. Lord, I thank you now. I thank you for even this radio station to be continue on and continue on and continue on. Bless now those that's on this station. Bless those that is in charge of this station. Bless from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet. Bless the families, Lord. Let the families be a family that stands, if they stand in need of a blessing, you are the true blesser. Bless the Lord. Bless them, Lord. As they're going in, then they're coming out, station, Lord, where it should be, Lord. Let no devil in hell try to interrupt us in this station from time and time again. Let the devil be put under the feet of us, Lord. Let us trample over him. Let him be put behind us, Lord, as we go day by day. And now, Lord, as I began to go into your word, I pray, Lord, that you would hide me now. Hide me behind this secret desk and let your Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide within me. Lord, let me the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer forevermore. Let the church say amen, amen, amen. I'm going to be teaching from the book of Proverbs tonight, the 16th chapter, and I'm going to be, my main uh, uh, scripture there tonight that I'm going to be teaching from is the 18th verse, but it's going to pertain, my whole teaching is going to pertain to the 16th chapter or Proverbs, but let us look at the 18th verse and see what here David is saying to us through the 18th verse. It says, pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Let us look, let us go down a little further to the 19th, 19th verse. It says, better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. It is better to be of a humble spirit. Here we find that pride 
this this is going to, pride goes before destruction, a halter spirit before a fall. And here I'm going to be, this is going to be a six-week of teachings of deadly sin. And pride is the first deadly sin. Pride. And for six weeks, we're going to look at each sin separately. We're going to begin with the sin of pride. And as we look at our scripture reading for today, it's going to make a point about pride. I have chosen three verses from that book of Proverbs. And each verse will make a point for the teaching. My first here that I want to spawn on in our teaching is pride is often the source of our troubles. Can you relate with that? Pride is often the source of our troubles. Proverbs sixteen eighteen says, pride goes before destruction. A heartless spirit before a fall. Pride. Uh, symptoms of, of pride. Uh, you see, angers. We can't be angry and stay angry because that is a mean of pride. Heartiness. That is a mean of pride. Look at contempt. Contempt. Uh, Rudeness. Being rude. And that sounds like some of us. We get rude time and time again. And slackness in what we need to be doing for the Lord. That is symptoms of pride. Uh, in pr- in actually, the list could be longer. It's many ways we are described as being prideful. There's many ways. But we're gonna, just going to use just these few here. Uh to see tonight if they fit each one of us. Do we have any of those ways? If we have a ways of rudeness, we need to put aside that because we are being prideful. And God don't like, don't love us to be prideful. You see, pride leads to a multitude of simple, it will lead us to a multitude of simple attitudes. What are you talking about, preacher? Well, what I'm talking about is that if we are prideful in all inner of these departments, it's going to lead us down a road 
where are we going to be led into a sinful way? Because of what I'm saying is, if we are prideful, it's going to become sin. And then when it becomes sin, it leads us in that way to be sin. Then there's actions behind the sin of pride that we partake of. Pride that is unchecked alienates us from our fellow humans. Lord have mercy. Do you hear that? Pride that is unchecked uh, eliminates us from our fellow humans. It may be a feeling of superiority based on racial, nationalism, uh, social station, spirituality. But here tonight, regardless of all of those basics, struggling that causes one to swagger before humankind, in the presence of the Almighty, is harmful. Do you hear? Note that word, harmful. It's going to cause some internal damage. It's going to bring on sin. Sin is a disease. And what I'm talking about is that sin works like even if we was had a sore on our body, and it starts out very small, and we don't treat it right, it begins to grow, and it gets larger and larger. And then that sin, what I'm talking about, is like this soil. It will be infected. And then we are holding on to it. And then it's going to cause actions to take place. You see, the almighty God, our God has already, he has already determined our future. He knows everything about us. Listen now. He knows our inside as well as he knows the outside. He knows our dark moments as well as he knows our light moments. He knows what we do behind the scene. He knows he will bring it to light because he sees and he knows. Why, why, my fellow Christians, why do you think that God knows? I'm just asking a question. I know you should know. God knows, first of all, because he made the world. God knows 
because he formed us from the dust of the ground and breathed into our nostrils the breath of life, and we became a living soul. That's why he knows, because we are his children. We are brought with a price. Jesus paid it all. So there's nothing hid that is not revealed that God don't know about. So pride, pride shouldn't be there if we are Christians. If we have been adopted into the family of God, we shouldn't have no pride Oh, feeling like you are better than me or you are better than them. You shouldn't be so prideful because pride, if we hold on to this pride, I'm teaching and I'm not preaching, but I want you to know this. If you hold on to this pride long enough and don't ask God to help get rid of this pride way you have with you, it's going to end up to damnation, to damn our souls into hell. Because God don't love pride for people. God don't love it. He don't love that pride. You see, no one lives out of his life without making mistakes. You know that? We all are in that category. We all make mistakes. We make mistakes. Uh, some of us make mistakes day by day. But mistakes is always being made. Most of us make some serious errors that even require our families, our friends' support. Because we have made a mistake and we can't we can't handle it on our own. So we need some advice from our families. We need some advice from our friends and we need their support. Because when that happens, the boastfulness that bogs us down is often left. It to stew in his own view. It's left. We are no longer when we share our mistakes and our our wrongdoings with a good source. I said a good source. Now listen, we can't share these things with anybody. We got to have a source that we can trust besides God who we trust dearly. We got to have someone that we know that is going to be uh, who they say they are and whom they are. We got to have someone when we go to them knowing that they is going to keep what we tell them in confidence. 
So where do we find these people? We have to put them through a sifter. And we got to screen them because we can't trust everybody. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? We cannot trust everybody. God didn't put everybody here in our presence so that we could trust him. We have to look because we are living in a time, listen now, that God said in his word that there's going to be wolves coming to us in sheep clothing. They're going to be have sheep clothing on the outside, but they're going to be raving wolves on the inside. So we got to watch as well as pray because God knows that every one of us, he sends us somebody to be there for us in a time like these. Same way he sent his son into the world to die instead of us on the old rugged cross. He sends some human flesh so that we can depend on and they got our back. So there is always somebody out there that God has for you, that God has for me to depend on besides him. You see what I'm talking about. Now, my second point here in my teaching, it teaches us that pride is hated by God. As I was saying before, God don't love pride. It's hated by God. The Lord detests all the pride of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Lord have mercy. You hear what Proverbs, the 16th uh, chapter in the fifth verse, teaches us that everyone, pride in heart, is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. None will go unpunished. So what I'm saying here is, you, it's time to let that pride go because it's going to come a time that it's, it's going to be punished. Abomination to the Lord. Abomination, red abomination. That just means sin. Sin to the Lord. Then they join forces, join hand in hand. Those pride for hearts. And then they are punished. The pride that God hates is not 
a healthy self-respect. You can write some of this down. Pride that God hates is not a healthy self-respect. Okay, some Christians have the impression that it is a sin to believe in yourself. your talents, or your capability. Find that these people try to develop an attitude of false humanity. You see, if I don't believe in myself, that is not pride by me believing in myself. Because I feel like that if I don't believe in myself, how can I expect someone else to believe in me? If I don't believe in, in, in my talents and what I'm doing, how can I expect someone else to glorify and believe in it? It's not a sin to believe that even you're going to become wealthy, that you got a musical talent, you see, are you a spiritually uh, maturity? It's no harm in believing in yourself because you, you see, I'm a strong believer in this, and I'm going to leave this with you and I'm going to move on, that if we can't believe in ourselves, and see something in ourselves that is resembles the work of God working on the inside, we always will find that we're going to be who we are and whose we are. If we are walking with God, we're going to be whom we are, walking with God. If we are walking with the devil, we're going to be whom we are, walking with the devil. So we have to see these things inside of ourselves. Are we for God or are we for the devil? So if we can't see these things, something is wrong with the picture that I see that God has painted here for us to see. Because I'm either going to be on this side of the fence or either I'm going to be on that side of the fence. Whom I serve is my who? God. So here we have to find that we have to know whom we serve. Um, such as a many times a kind of reverse pride. The more they play down their God-given abilities, the more often will heap praises on them. These people are playing a humanity in order to go others to build them up. Now, that is pride. We shouldn't try to get no one to just do these things 
to get some praises and do these things so they can build us up. You see, God said in his word, and I'm always, I love God's word because I always use it and I go back to it. God said in his word, he says, if I be lifted up from this earth, I will draw all men unto me. So we need to be about lifting him up. Not someone lifting us up. We need to be uh, uh, doing the will of God, but we don't need to be lifted up by no man. We don't need to be set on no pedestal. Because on that pedestal, when men will put you on a pedestal, can I, can I just talk a little while? When men put you on the, when people put you, I'm going to say people, not just men. When people put you up on that pedestal and build you up, it's the same one that can knock you down off of that pedestal that they have built you up on. It's not permanent. Do you hear? It's not permanent when we are put up by people because the same ones can pull us back down if we don't do and please them in the way they want us to please them. But when God says that I be lifted up, he is going to do the drawing. And when he draws us to him, we don't have to worry about being knocked down by no man because God got the power to keep us lifted above, keep our head above the water. God got the power. So we have to stop being so prideful. Stop being so looking for man to pat you on your back and put you somewhere that uh, 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 they want you to be and, and make you look good on the outside and in the inside don't look that well. See, they are reversed. Pride that God hates. Angry's heartiness. Angry's. God hates that pride. He don't want us to be angry. He don't want us to even get angry. He don't want that. This is one who thinks more highly of himself hmm, than he ought. This is the one he thinks more of himself. We have some people like that, don't we? Don't we have people, even in the church and outside the church, don't we have people like that? They... It's all surrounds them. It's me and me. Not me and I. It's me and me. And they hold on to these things. And that is pride. Lord, have mercy. Pride. Thinking that I'm better than you are. Thinking that I can do better than you can do thinking that I even have more than you have. Isn't that me? It's just me. 
just me, just me. Lord, have mercy. And that is damnation to our souls to be that way. You see, believing that God has given one the wisdom to always be right in judgment or leadership is anguish. Anguish in its urgent to think mm, that God has only given you wisdom to be right at all times, even in judgment or even in leadership, that you are right because God has just given it to you. But let me tell you something. I want you to know this. God didn't just give it to me. God has the same food for each and every one of us that John's the band that he has claimed for us. What I'm talking about is God gives it to us. He said every one of us, he has gave every one of us a talent. He has gave it to us. He gave us some that we can sing. He gave us some that we can play music. He gave us some where we can preach the word. He gave us some where we can teach. Just give it to just one. He gave it to those that deserved it, that earned it. So don't walk around thinking that you have all the wisdom. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Some of us have that 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 that, that mindset. They can't tell me nothing. I, I know, I know what I know, I know. Some think that way. Oh, I got the wisdom. God has gave me the wisdom. I, I know. But listen, my sisters and my brothers. God don't just give one wisdom. Through his word and his teaching, he gives us one by one his wisdom and brings understanding. So don't think that you are so high up that you can't be reached by anybody. Because the same way that you went up, the same way you can come back down. So don't think that no one else has that wisdom of God but you. If you're thinking that, you need to change your way because God don't have no respect to persons. You see, our members of the church are to also, as I was saying then, our members of the church also are guided by God's Holy Spirit. My Lord. Not just you, not just me, all our members. Now, not, now let, let, me, let me reframe something here. Every member that's in the church is not uh, guided by God's Holy Spirit because every member that's in the church, they don't have that Holy Spirit living on the inside. What you talking about, preacher? Well, watch as well as pray. Watch their actions. Watch how they treat their neighbor. 
Why can't he show love? And then you will see that everybody in the church don't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside because God said in his word that the Holy Spirit will only dwell in a clean place, not an unclean place. So if we have those things living on the inside of us, treating our neighbor bad, talking down on our members, doing these things, and then we stand up and say we got the Holy Ghost. No, something wrong with that picture. The Holy Ghost only dwells clean, Lord have mercy, a clean heart. And anything that come out of us, we see the Bible, my Bible teaches that uh, what goes in, it do not defile us. Defile means sin. But what comes out, it defiles us. Because why, preacher? It comes from our heart. And why does it come from our heart? Because it's stored up there. Because when we speak bad, when we show this actions uh, that is not lined up with God, we can't make no excuses. We got to stop making excuses for, oh, I didn't mean that. Yes, you meant it because it was sold up in your heart for it to come out. Don't you know your heart is a, a place where you store up for the time that you need to use it? Like when you study God's word, you it, 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 it comes to your mind and it trickles down to your heart. Your heart is the resting place for those words that God has established us to learn through his books. And so it's stored in our hearts. And what comes out, that's why I'm telling you, what comes out to follow us. What goes in, do not defile us. Um, let me move on. The punishment of God is promised to be uh, sold. The punishment of God is to be self-inflicted. The latter part of Proverbs 16.5 says, go back to 16.5, the latter part. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. Be sure of this. They will not, Lord have mercy, go unpunished. There is consequences in everything that we do and it do not line up with the word of God. You see, the country sometimes expression is that often here, as a, when I was even growing up and was a boy, I always sometimes would hear my grandparent, my 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 mother, and even my father would say, even my neighbors, that the chickens come home. To roost. 
Whatever sees one souls in life, mm. he or she reaps. So what I'm saying is, whatever seed you sow, it is not of God. You're going to reap what you sow. And even let me use, let me go back. I want to go back. Even if you sow a seed of God, you're still going to reap a harvest, but you're going to reap a bumper harvest. But if you sow a seed of the devil, you're not going to reap a harvest because the sun going to choke it out, the dry ground going to choke it out, and the seed is going to die. The only seed that prosper is the one that we do. Sooner or later, we might get away for a while. It might not show for a while. But sooner or later, that day going to come of our counsel. We're going to be accounted for what we do that's not pleasing for God, with God soon and very soon. We're going to be accounted. You see, as I move on here, my third point, and I'm almost through with this teaching, pride leads to humiliation, humiliation. Let me use let, let me go back. I'm sorry. Humiliation. Pride leads to humiliation. Pride brings a person low. Lord have mercy. Thinking that you're so high. But here the Bible says pride brings a person low. But low in what? The lonely in spirit gains honor. The lonely in spirit. Proverbs 29 chapter 23rd verse 29th chapter and 23rd verse let me, let, let's look at that Proverbs the 29th chapter and the 23rd verse I'm almost there Proverbs 29 chapter and the 23rd verse says, it reads as the following, a man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. The humble in spirit, my Lord, will gain, will retain honor. So pride will bring man down low. But if we become humble as a little child, in spirit, we're going to retain honor. Isn't that all right? Unhealthy pride is a form of self, uh, self, form of self. Every man would like to be God. You see, listen to this. If it were possible, but some few find it difficult 
to admit the impossibility. Power. Lord have mercy. Adam and Eve's sin was one of the desire to be like God. Knowing the difference between good and evil. You know, sometimes, but act sometimes. Like they are God. Like they can move uh, like God moves. But God is God. I want to leave this with you. God is God all by himself. God don't need us. We need him. We can't cause the rain to fall. We can't cause the wind to blow. We can't cause the thunder to uh, 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 sound. We can't call the lightning to flash. We can't fall, make the stars shine. We can't make the moon or the sun come up. We can't make man and, and make him live and he be a flush. We can make a robot and put a battery in him and make him do things, but he's still uh, just a, a, a piece of a, 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 a mold that man has made. God is God. And he's God all by himself. Humans sometimes, they desire to control their own destiny lead them to believe. They try to control their own destiny. Falsely, that they actually can control their emotions attitudes, abilities, intelligence without God's help. We need help in all of, we need God's help in all of these departments. You see, because these reasons have led uh, many people, they tried it on their own down the road to destruction. We need God because God is our help in the present time of the storm. God is our way out of no way because he has caused us to be able to be like we are. You see, Adam and Eve were brought low for their sin of pride. Did you know that's why they fallen? Because they was, because of their pride. Pride, why? Because they, first of all, they wanted to not listen to God. They wanted to listen to the serpent because it treated looked good to them. God promised to do the same to all who do not accept their dependency on God. God has promised us that it's not going to be easy. And I'm not going to let leave no stone unturned. God is always going on. But here you find that sadly, the day that we're living in, that some churches have such a well-oiled institutional machine that they can keep organizations moving temporarily, even without God's leadership. It says temporarily. Those things is temporary. When we do not 
let God into our equation, we just on a temporary base that we are things that we are doing. When we uh, let God come in, it's not temporarily. It is eternal. Do you hear what I'm saying? God is today, yesterday, and forevermore. Don't let our pride get in the way of serving God who sets high and God looks low. Don't let our pride stop God from working in our lives. Because if we are prideful, our soul is hidden down the wrong road. And we need help. Man might not give it to us. But I know one that we can call on. And his name is Jesus. You can call him in the morning. You can call him in noonday. If you are going through a situation that your pride won't get out of your way, Jesus. He makes ways out of nowhere. He opens doors that no man can close. But the reverse is also true. That is a truly humble person is elevated to leadership. If you are talent, you seldom, if ever, have to tell people their qualities usually find their way to surface. If you are you have to tell people qualities used to find their way to the surface. Everybody talents will find their way if you got a talent to the surface. The last verse of this teaching here tells us that the humble man gains honor. And Jesus here. Let me, let, let's look at how Jesus puts this. He says, blessed are the meek, my Lord, but they will inherit what? They will inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek. Humble, he's talking about. Humble in spirit. Humble yourself. Be like a little child. And Jesus says you will inherit the earth. We have seen God's work time and time again. And we see how God works against the common sin of pride. First of all here, God brings judgment on the one who lets pride become a lifestyle. Note here now, my sisters and my brothers, that God has many rewards for the one who is generally humble. Humanity is found in Jesus the Christ. He was humble. Even to the cross, he was humble. Because 
he knew that humbleness, his father loved humbleness. And here's a perfect example of intelligence. Not only intelligence, here's a perfect example of power. That's our power source. We don't have no power, my sisters and my brothers, on our own. We got to tap into a power source. And that power source is Jesus the Christ, the one that sets high and the one that looks low, the one that makes intercession for us. He has a little talk with his father, and he uh, makes that intercession. He's the one that, that watches over us. He gives us that power. He had fame. And through him, we have the same thing. Power, fame. Ability. We have ability to do what he signed our hands to do. Leadership, we have. We have power through leadership. We are selfish. Like Christ. This is done by believing that he is God and that he alone can guide our lives. Will you, I'm asking a question, accept Jesus through these teachings as your Savior? Will you accept Jesus as your Savior? Most holy God, our Heavenly Father, beginning we come now and just to say thank you once again for your teachings. Let it have fell on listening ears so Whoever have heard, Lord, let them be doers also. Now, Lord, as we go down from this place, I pray that you hold the Spirit rest, rule, and abide within us, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, we pray for your sake. We ask it all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.